Welcome to another NCBI podcast. NCBI is the Irish National Sight Loss Agency. We are a not-for-profit charity which offers support and services to people of all ages who are experiencing difficulties with their eyesight. If you would like more information on our services, please visit www.ncbi.ie. Hi, my name's Kevin Kelly. I'm the head of advocacy here with uh, NCBI. Over the last uh, few weeks, we've been bringing you a series of interviews uh, during the COVID-19 crisis. And today we're going to uh, speak to someone who has been uh, passing their time a lot differently to all of the rest of us. Uh, They've been crossing the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Shane Ryan, Vision Sports uh, member. Uh, Shane, uh, crossing the Atlantic while the rest of us are struggling with uh, COVID-19 restrictions. Yeah, how's it going, Kevin? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, sure. It's it's, uh, one of the better things to be doing, I suppose, you know. (laughs) Yeah, you rode across the uh, Atlantic, becoming the first vision impaired person uh, to do so. Uh, Tell us firstly how it came about. Yeah, well, um, we we rode from Portugal to uh, French Guiana. Uh, that was the route. So, um, this this kind of was always in the back of my mind. You know, I I always had plans at some stage to go row row the Atlantic Ocean, and the year of twenty twenty, I, I felt it was the right time to do it. So, uh, December twenty eighteen, uh, I kind of started thinking about this and and just went um, researching it uh, through through uh, on online. And um, uh, Ralph, that organises it, uh, popped up, and I just uh, started emailing him, and uh, he he agreed to have me on board. Okay, and uh, take me a couple of steps back. Uh, how did you develop your uh, love for rowing? So in in two thousand and seven, um, I had to stop playing uh, Gaelic football and and rugby because the site was dropping to a level where, where I couldn't enjoy it anymore or couldn't see it. Uh, so Classic Connell Boat Club here in Limerick uh, sent out uh, a letter uh, to me via the Vision Sports Ireland and the NCBI uh, branch here in Limerick to say that they were starting up rowing for people that were visually impaired. And uh, I think it was August, kind of July, August time, uh, 2007, I went down and and you know had a look look around and and met the coach that was uh, starting it up and just signed up there and then and just took to like uh, duck to water and uh, uh, ever since I've just been rowing uh, for, from from there on. Yeah, for a lot of people who are blind, vision impaired, they'd be quite nervous uh, around the water. Did you have that uh, problem, or were you uh, comfortable in water? No, uh, well, kind of. I I took swimming lessons um, prior to that, you know, a good few years ago. And uh, rowing is actually very very safe. You know, they they put you out in 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 a in a, in a training boat first. That's that's quite wide. Um. So so it is actually very safe for people that are visually impaired or are blind. Um. It's just just you you just need a very good coach really. Yeah, very good. And uh, so for the last uh, 18 to 24 months, uh, you've been uh, planning uh, your voyage across uh, the Atlantic. So can you tell me a little about what was involved in that? Yeah, so last March, I kind of gave myself a full year to to prep for it. Um, So last March, I I started concentrating uh, fully on it. 
and just getting all the, the fundraising and, and the funds in as well to to fund it. So um uh the training was um both during the day and both uh, and at night because that's we would have been rowing the Atlantic at night. So everything that I that I was doing on the Atlantic, I you know I prepped for you know both physically and and mentally. Um, just kind of going through different uh, scenarios that could crop up uh, while while I was out at sea. And how many hours a day or a week were you uh, training in, in advance of the challenge? So when you're when you're on the Atlantic, you'd be rowing two hours on, two hours off. You know, for a full twenty four hours. So, some days I was doing uh, three lots of that. You know, two on, two off. You know, kind of back to back. And other days I was doing lighter sessions. Um, and I was also doing, uh, you know, weight sessions and 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 being on the bike as well. So just mixing it up, doing different different sessions as well. And uh, I I go down to UL, yeah, UL uh, gym to do to do uh, some of that uh, training as well. And how many of you were on the boat? So it was a crew of five people and I was the only visually impaired uh, person on board. Okay, and was that uh, um, difficult uh, for um, your teammates, if I describe them in that way? How comfortable were they with having you on board? Yeah, they're, they're all comfortable and there was no issues like that. Um, they were very good to me, you know, just uh, describing things and, and helping me out on board. Um there was one. There was a lad from Cork actually, and um, he helped me out uh, quite a lot, quite a lot on board as well. Um, so yeah, they're all very good to me. Uh, there was no issues that 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 way. Okay, and in advance of um, setting sail, I'm sure I'm using all of the wrong uh, terminology uh, here, but I'll uh, continue. Um, were you becoming apprehensive uh, or nervous as the day got closer? No, nothing like that. It was more kind of excitement and, and ready to go. Uh, I suppose my parents were doing the, the worrying for me. <laughs> you can always trust the Irish parents to do that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I was ready to go and ready to rock, you know. Um, and, you know, as, as as the time came closer. Yeah. And how long uh, did it take to cross the Atlantic? So we were out at sea for 53 days, um, slightly longer than we planned, but uh, we had a couple of uh, incidents along the way that kind of made us kind of go a couple of days over. We were hoping to do it in 48 days or, or less. Um, that's the record that that, that was there, but it, it uh, took us 53 days uh, in, in the end. Now, Shane, you've uh, intrigued me. You've mentioned uh, incidents <laughs> that uh, delayed your crossing. Uh, you better tell us more. Yeah, so we had to dock in Lanzarote after day seven for some minor repairs, and we had to spend the night there. Just um, just a couple of things, uh, you know, from from the electrics point of view uh, on board that had to be fixed. And then a couple of days, about a week later, then we have this automatic water maker on board, and uh, and and uh, that failed on us. The the wire, all the wiring just fried. Got you know got overheated. And uh, well, we we tried to repair that, but we couldn't. So then, our next uh, docking place was uh, Cape Verde Islands, and unfortunately, due to the, the the lockdown that that was happening at the time, we weren't you know physically allowed on 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 uh, on land. So we got uh, four hundred liters of fresh drinking water brought to us, and we we're you know they gave us they gave that to us, and we we went off on our way then. And then um, it was day 35, we got attacked then by a shark. 
and he he broke our rudder on us, and that uh, kind of you know ended the the record attempt uh, kind of there and then. Uh, so he broke the rudder on us. Wow, uh, a lot of people who are blind and vision impaired would be very uh, familiar with uh, Jaws, the screen reader. But uh, you yeah. got up quite close and personal. <laughs> it uh, well, he he never put his head above water. It's all kind of un- underwater. And I just came up and, and gave the boat you know a good shunt to to kind of see what it was and it, it vibrated fairly um fairly rapidly through throughout the boat back to me where where I was rowing so he was a, he was a big enough shark now right to come up and sh- uh, shunt the boat like that and you know to take a swipe out of our rudder uh, well well he he probably thought it was uh, some food for him and and uh, once he realised it wasn't then he he uh, he went away. Yeah, wow. And had you mentally prepared for encountering uh, sharks? Is that something that you did in terms of uh, building up uh, your mental strength before you went? Yeah, I knew I knew we were going to encounter all different uh, sea life, um, you know, sea turtles, dolphins, whales, um, you know, and then tuna and flying fish. Um, so yeah, there there would have been uh, a very high possibility that sharks would be uh, would have come up as well. Very, very good. And uh, did you sit your parents down before you told them the story about the shark? <laughs> well, um, through Facebook, they were getting updates. They could see updates that were coming through from uh, uh, from from Ralph that was on board. So they, they knew what was going on. But uh, I, I emailed them then the next day to say, you know, we're we're all safe. We're all safe on board, and you know that we're we're all fine, and we're we're still going. Yeah, uh, marvelous. That's a really an experience that uh, you'll uh, have uh, for the rest uh, of your life. And uh, I believe um, uh, you lost a considerable amount of weight uh, during the crossing as well. That's right. Yeah, I dropped uh, twenty kilograms, so that would be just uh, just over three stone. So it was a good bit to lose, but I but I had it to lose then as well. You know. Um, when you're going out in the ocean, you try to put on a small bit, but I I had a bit too much, to, so I so I lost uh, a good bit. Yeah, so uh, you're able to eat all around, you know, uh, for the next uh, few weeks. Then so, and uh, no, 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 I'm going to keep it this way now and get, get get it down a bit more. But and um, we were actually running out of food by the time we we finished as well, so we had to r- reduce our uh, calorie intake as well. Um, down to fifteen hundred calories at, uh, for for a couple of days uh, towards the end of of, of the trip. Well, it was really uh, extreme. So it's the, an extreme form of dieting. I'll uh, uh, put it like that. And uh, yeah. I think uh, we should mention that uh, you have raised a considerable amount of money uh, for Vision Sports as part of this challenge. Yeah, so I chose Vision Sports Ireland as as the charity for this because they've they've helped me down through the years. Um, you know, access in sport and you know, uh, uh, say around Mayfest as well. Uh, I I come up from Mayfest as well, so it's it's just what my way of giving back. So yeah, currently the the GoFundMe page is is still active, and uh, people can people can go to that and and there, there's a small bit of a blog there as well of uh, my my journey to date. From speaking to people in the past who've done these uh, extreme uh, challenges, they're always uh, turning their attention to what happens next and what they're going to do next. Has your mind moved in that way yet? 
Well, there's a couple of plans kind of knocking around my head, yeah. Uh, I just need to kind of go research them. But uh, the immediate plan is I've got a big uh, head of hair, head of hair and uh, a big beard. And on Sunday, I'll be shaving it off. But the funds for that will go to the guide dogs. And that's another charity that, that I'm involved with. So, uh, yeah. Very good. Uh, it's uh, a few of us in Ireland uh, have got lots of hair years at the moment with uh, the lockdown. And just before we uh, wrap up, uh, Shane, I, I suppose uh, you're in the Atlantic Ocean whilst uh, the world around you was uh, shutting down. Um, how aware of that were you guys? Yeah, we we're very aware. We had a, a satellite device on board that we could uh, send and receive emails. So we were getting daily updates of of what was happening here in Ireland and, and across the world uh, from, from my parents. Very good. Shane, it was a pleasure uh, speaking to you and uh, fair play on uh, being the first vision impaired person to cross uh, the Atlantic. Thank you very much, Kevin. Uh, first in Ireland, there was another person that did, did another crossing uh, towards America somewhere, but certainly the first Irish uh, visually impaired person to, to do it. Fantastic. That was me, Kevin Kelly, in conversation with uh, Shane Ryan, vision impaired uh, person uh, from Limerick and Vision Sports Ireland uh, member. Don't forget, you can check out all of these interviews on ncbi.ie in our news section and across our social media. And our national support line is available on 1850 33 43 53, Monday to Friday, 8am to 8pm. If you would like to be notified of future podcasts, please subscribe. To support NCBI, please visit www.donate.ncbi.ie.